Looking for a great math program? CTC Math provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective by using creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. Here's a great testimonial from Lori, one of the many listeners of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. She said, one day my 10 year old was in tears over math. I tried my best to help, but ended up in tears as well. We prayed together and that very night I received an email offer for CTC Math. The following Monday, we reviewed the curriculum together. She was willing to give it a shot and we have never looked back. Start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am thrilled that you're back with Abby and I today. We are talking about Christmas. Merry Christmas. We are just Merry days Christmas. away <gasps> from celebrating. Can you even believe it? I know, celebrating the birth of Jesus. It's all about That's Jesus. exciting. I know. It and is. Yet, do you also feel like at this time, like this day in the game, so like it's Wednesday, Christmas is Saturday night, Sunday. Nope, Saturday, bar, right? Friday yep. night, Saturday, yes. right? It's Christmas Eve. It's kind of like, oh man, that's, I'm like, that's quick. That happened quick. Like I already start to mourn the decorations having to come there. <laughs> so celebrate big the next few days. Every yes. Day. Yep. Do you put your Christmas lights on during the day or do you wait till it gets dark outside? I wait, to, well, because I'm practical and light equals power and power equals money. So <laughs> I leave my Christmas lights off during the day. And but I put them on the minute the sun starts. Truly, how much electricity can little teeny tiny light bulbs take on your Christmas tree? I don't know. But <laughs> if it's cloudy out, I leave them on. Okay. Okay. I just do it to honor my husband. Oh, okay. He's like, do we need every light on? And I'm like, I think we do because Jesus is the light in the dark. So right. I'm making this spiritual so that you'll let me. <laughs> That's so funny. I turn, so my routine when it's not Christmas Okay. is as soon as I get up in the morning, I open up all the blinds and all the windows because I need the sunlight. Um, yes, well, and sometimes, amen. a lot of times I get it before it's, before the sun is even up. Yeah. And then so you get to watch it come up. I get to watch it come up, but I don't like to open up my windows before the sun is up because I have this weird thing about, I don't want oh, people to be able to see into my house. In. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's weird. Anyway. No, I think that's normal if you live where it, people can see in your house. Yes. Right. And so I wait till the sun's starting to come up and then I'll open up my blinds so that gotcha. I can see outside. But now that it's Christmas and we have our Christmas tree and mantle <gasps> lit up and decorated, I literally open all the windows and then I turn on all the lights on the yes! Christmas tree and the mantle, even during the day because I still enjoy I don't know it just makes the tree and fireplace mantle come to life yes I do and then I turn it off when it turns light and then I but now (laughs) here's the deal with the tree the minute it gets light I turn that off all day because it's a real tree so I don't know if this is true so you guys can make fun of me but I believe deep in my heart that having those lights on that tree all day is going to dry out the tree quicker which is going to make the needles fall sooner oh I don't, I think I can I, see I think how I'm that right. can happen. So I'm like, science. you need to use the lights. What? <laughs> science. It is science. It is science. And you know, science never changes. Um, <laughs> but if you keep the light, so I keep, when it's dark in the morning and I get up, I turn on all the lights because it's cozy. And then the kids get up and the lights are on. And then the sun comes up. I'm like, shut them off quick. We got to extend the life of the tree. Hurry, quick, get them off. <laughs> and then when it gets dark in the evening, it all comes back. So that's so how we roll. <laughs> I love that. I want to do an experiment and have a tree in one room with lights on all the time. Right. And a tree in the other room. Yeah, but then you have to get like the same exact kind of tree, same size yeah. from the same forest. Which is what we do. Well, okay. So, so next time, two trees. Okay, there it is. Next year. 
problem solved. So I'm going to put that on my Christmas <laughs> list. So, so moms, do you feel the <laughs> pressure of Christmas? Like, I have to shut off all the homeschool blogs and posts and stuff because do you feel like at Christmas, everybody's like, we did 15,000 Christmas things. We did Christmas month. We did math for Christmas, science for Christmas. <laughs> and it's like non, and I'm like, I, I, I don't have time. For, like that's, it almost stresses me almost takes the way of joy, the joy away from Christmas for me. All the things that we at homeschool moms feel like we have to do at Christmas. Do you feel that pressure? No. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I don't. Like you didn't Christmas school this month? You didn't do math making Christmas cookies? No. And Am I supposed to do that? Am I, I doing just, it wrong, Abby? I'm just looking everywhere and I'm like, all these moms are taking Christmas schooling to a level that I'm not comfortable with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's okay if I only make one dozen cookies this year. Oh, and that's hilarious. I feel like that's okay. Yeah. I don't have to make every kind of cookie. Right. And you know what? What we did this month, we did regular math. I didn't even oh, add yeah. a wreath in at all anywhere. <laughs> and I still feel value as a homeschool mom. Yeah. I'm, I'm just freeing you all up. I was not aware of the fact that I was supposed to be doing Christmas school and tying Good. that into our lessons. So no. You just keep going. I, I, I read on. the greatest Christmas pageant ever. That was and you're, my Christmas and you school. feel successful. So we do. I mean, I guess just in that sense, like I go from reading a regular yes. book that we'd be reading to reading totally. a Christmas book. We're now, I do that too. Yeah, we're reading a Christmas, what's it called? A Christmas box or Christmas shoe box? Something Ooh, like I that. I haven't heard You that would one. think I'd know the title of it since I'm actually reading it. <laughs> <laughs> you always read the title once. <laughs> right. Really? <laughs> shoe box, I don't know. I'll put uh, it in the show notes. It's okay, a good book. Okay, but so even though you don't have to do all the Christmas things, <clears throat> You don't, moms. You don't have to do all the Christmas no. things. Shut off Pinterest this season. Tell me, though, here's what you do need to do. And tell me how your family's doing it. How are you keeping Christ the center of this season? That is a good question. Um, yes. And and part of that is that we are reading an Advent book and just talking right. about, it, you know, we with my girls, I love them. And I love that we have never been a family that's all about the gifts like, right. I mean, we buy our girls gifts, but it's, that's not what it's about. Right. And we talk right. about Christmas. We talk about the joys mm -hmm. of Christmas and about, you know, it's, it's about Jesus and my girls, they've never been the super materialistic, like where's my presents and right. when am I going to get to open them? And so focused on that stuff. Right. And, you know, Abby, it's for, for us, I feel like just like with regular life mm -hmm. and regular homeschooling and bringing the Lord into every part of our day. Yes. It just is a natural thing for us. It's not a separate thing. And so right. it's not a season of Jesus because life right. is Jesus. Right. right. And we don't, you know, with our curriculum, we don't do, okay, here's Bible time only. And right. then Correct. the rest of our subjects, like Jesus right. is intertwined into all of what we do, you know, Correct. for the most part. Right. And so I, I feel like that's how our Christmas is too. Like, I don't feel like I have to be super intentional. I mean, we always read the Christmas story out of Luke. Right. We right. talk about Christmas. We, 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 it just is part of our normal conversation. Yes. So I don't know. That. I don't feel like I have to do something special or extra in order to make it all about Jesus. Right. Not that you can't, you know, right. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's like, what, but I what, think what you're about right. you? Ultimately, isn't that what every day is supposed to be? Right. 365 days a year, every season. I mean, isn't that supposed to be our focus all the time is Christ? Right. So, so the Christmas season isn't different in a sense. I mean, yes, it is foundationally the greatest story. It's Christ coming and yeah. it's an awesome opportunity to talk about that. But really, shouldn't we be talking about that all, all the, the time? time? 
Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same as you. I feel like I don't have any of these amazing, like, here's how we keep Jesus the center, because I'm right. like, he's already the center. So it's not like, right. oh, guys, it's December, December 1st. Let's get to know Jesus again. Like, right. It should be all the time. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with doing special events and special, right. you know, activities with our kids. I just yeah, don't feel like traditions. I, right. And, tradi- and we oh, definitely right. have traditions that you and I have talked about that we've we've done. You know, we, we talked about that. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. I don't know about our different traditions. And we have right. our bake day. We have our movie day. We do totally. different things as a right. family. So we definitely have those. I mean, you watch Elf this <laughs> month. That's not something you watch in June. So right. there's that. <laughs> yes. Though Elf doesn't point to Jesus at all. Not um, at all. Not even, even a, little a little bit, bit. actually. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's been a good year. This year for us is different because this is the first year in five years that our family has had our own home. <gasps> And so this is our first Christmas together with just the four of us. And we're actually going to spend Christmas with just the four of us. And this is the first, I think this is actually the first time ever since my girls have been born and actually possibly since Garrett and I have been married that it will be just us you guys on christmas and we are going to see family before we're going to see family the right. week before christmas but it's going to just be us and we have our own home and it, Aww, it's such special. it's so refreshing to actually yeah. just be able to just let down and you watch god's going to bring somebody at the last minute that has nowhere to go he, he <laughs> may and we would be more than happy <laughs> I to you would. host and accommodate and uh, i mean but i don't want to make a turkey no, you don't have to. That, I see, don't like That's turkey. one of those things that you don't have to do. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll make I them like a turkey TV dinner if they want. There you go. <laughs> or I'll just get a Sam's Club uh, rotisserie chicken because it looks kind of like a turkey. Oh, it totally does. Right? It's just a smaller version. Yeah. Throw a can of cranberry sauce next to it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Merry okay. Christmas. So I've also thought, um, even though we make all year about Jesus, so we don't necessarily, it's not a big thing. I do find it interesting that in different seasons of our life, like right now with our kids at the ages they are, it's fun that we can pull different things out of the Christmas story that maybe when they were five, we didn't. Does that make sense? Like, And again, it's God's word is living. We're always learning from this. I mean, you could read the same verse a hundred times and depending on situations, circumstances, life, it it talks, it's different, you know? And so like right now, because it's 2021, because of what's going on in the world, because of the ages of my kids, something that we've really focused on in the Christmas story this year is just, um, and and we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, just the messiness of the world Mm -hmm. and that that's why Christ came. And also because everybody feels unsettled right now and everything feels just, just kind of, I don't know, hard, or I don't know what the word is with how we all feel right now, but Just in talking to our kids about history, that's the beautiful thing as homeschool moms is we get to go through history. And what we're seeing is the truth is like as as terrible as things are, hard as or whatever you want to say things are right now. Listen, sisters, this ain't nothing. Like I hate to tell you, yeah. but if you read history, even in the in the Bible and, and other history, like wars have been waged before, right? Yeah. Entire civilizations have tanked before. Like this is not new. Nothing is new. Babies have been killed before the earth has literally been swallowed up in a flood before like this isn't new but but here is the thing that we need to remember he was there then and he is here now and and that's a lot of the christmas story i'm i'm really focusing on with our kids this year is 
you know, the story of Mary and Joseph, it it wasn't pretty. It wasn't lovely. It wasn't beautiful. Things were hard. Things were really hard. I mean, my word, they had to uproot and go somewhere that, you know, they had to try. It just, it was a a wreck, but, um, and so I think. And have a baby in a stable. And have a baby in a stable. Like, it's always been messy. Things have always been uncertain. The reality is the only certainty there has ever been throughout history ever has been God's goodness. I mean, and and that's the beauty of, of homeschool is we can teach our kids history and we can teach them through a true biblical worldview, like what actually has happened and who God has always been and yeah. who he is still and who he will be tomorrow. Um, and I think I'm seeing a lot of moms panic, a lot of of godly moms panic. And I think when you do this, what you're telling your kids is, you're not really sure about what you've been teaching them. Like, you know, I tell you to have your foundation on the Lord and trust the Lord and he's always there and he never leaves you. But now that things are happening, I'm panicking and I'm freaking out. And it's like, no, no, no. He's still who he was. You know, this is, and the cool thing, this is the world he came into. Yeah. Like it was a mess and this is the world he chose to came into, to come into because that's the hope that he's given us. So, I don't know. I just think, so how can we as moms handle these times? I just, I go back to constantly in first Chronicles 16, 12, this says, remember the wonders he has done. Hmm, and if yeah. we would rather than worry about what's happening right now, but if we would remember all the things he's done from the beginning of time, it makes this a lot easier because it's like, he's done it and he's going to continue to do it, you know? Um, And then what should we be doing? What should we be doing this Christmas season, this coming new year, this coming next year and forevermore? And I just have settled really into Thessalonians where it talks about don't be idle, carry on working, Mm -hmm. keep working, keep doing what we're doing, share the truth, work with your hands, carry on in your home, keep going mamas, get the books out, read with your kids, keep doing math, keep teaching them history, keep loving them and keep above all things, pointing them to Jesus. That's what we can do right now when the world seems upside down. Um, and that's the Christmas story. Yeah. It didn't stop. The world didn't stop. Mary did not have a baby because there was a decree sent out. <laughs> Guess what? She still had to have the baby. We have to still keep carrying on, you yeah. know? Amen. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents. This is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course. And we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. No one affects your child's education more than you do. Even though others may provide the courses and the supplies you need, you have the most say regarding the quality of your student's learning experience. 
You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. The people at BJU Press do everything they can to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to speak with an experienced homeschool consultant. We are back. We are talking about the hope of Christ and the hope of our our Savior, who I I love that we have Christmas followed by Easter. Yes. Because it's those those two holidays. It's those two celebrations that go hand in hand. Without Christmas, we wouldn't have Easter. And without without Easter, Christmas wouldn't have mattered. Totally. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. So hope and joy. Hope and joy. So here's a funny story. So I bought, this has nothing to do with anything, sorry. But I bought some um, frankincense oil and some myrrh oil for a couple of reasons. One, it's supposed to help, side note, everybody take notes. Um, I have a 13-year-old and it is supposed to help a little bit with occasional breakouts. So anyway, I had the frankincense and the myrrh oil. I don't own a lot of gold. Uh, but Winnie, my littlest, came and I, she's like, mom, what do you have? And so I had the two oils in my hands because they had just come. And she goes, mom, you have the hope of the world in your hand. <laughs> because we've been singing a song called, um, my daughter is singing in the live nativity in our community. And the song talks about there were, you know, one king held the gold, one king held the myrrh, one king held the frankincense, and one king held the hope of the world. And that was Jesus. But she got it. It was just hilarious. Oh, that's so, so funny. Cute. Well, she's a hilarious girl anyway. She is very hilarious. So now every time I use frankincense and myrrh oil, I think about the hope of the world. It is Jesus, right? He he is the hope of the world. Yep. 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 And it's what's so interesting is how at Christmas time, the rest of the world outside of Christianity and the church, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden people are talking about hope and joy. Yeah, totally. It's on all the mugs at, at Hobby Lobby, well, they're always talking about it, TJ Maxx and Home Goods and all the places. Hope and joy and peace. And I always laugh at that because I'm like, you do realize where that comes from, right? And it's not just this time of year. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting thing? Yeah. Hope and change. It really is a good thing. We just want the right kind of hope and the right kind of change. Exactly. Yes, we do. It makes me think of Psalm 27, 8 that says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. And then I love this part because that part's like, oh, this will get me through the hard part. But then listen to this. My heart leaps for joy. Mm. And with my song, I praise him. And I just, I can't help but think of Mary when I think of that, like in this moment of panic, of utter panic. Yeah. Right. Us right now in this season of the world, like how we start to feel this, this heavy, I guess that's heaviness, right? But instead of panicking, we get a praise. And that's what this verse, we we praise him, right? Because he is the hope and the joy and the peace that surpasses all understanding right. that that we can get from literally nowhere else. Yes. And we have so much influence in our home with our kids. You know, if we as moms are panicking and we're <laughs> always stressed out about life and we're right. you know just in distress all the time. Totally. Our kids are going to feel that and yep. they're going to bounce off of that. But yeah. if we are showing that our hope is in the Lord and not that we need to be fake, but right. If, if we're struggling, mm-hmm. spend time in God's word. I mean, we need to spend time in God's word anyway, but right. that's where our hope rests. It is yep. at the feet of Jesus, right? Totally. He is our only hope. And so when yep. we can show our kids that this is where our hope comes from, yes. I think it really does help them because right. they mimic us, right? Yep. 
Yeah. They do the things that we do. They, For they, sure. they, they mimic our actions and our emotions. And when we're stressed out, they can feel it. And then they get stressed out. But when we're joyful, our kids yes. can feel that. Yep. And they exude that joy as well. For sure. For so sure. Important. I agree. We're the, we're the example. And, and we're, they're not going to believe us if we're telling them one thing and then they see us living another, you know, if they're right. telling us that our peace comes from Christ and then they see us being a complete train wreck because we have right. no peace, you know, kids yeah. aren't dumb. They're going to, they're going to see it. Um, yeah, for sure. I also think Christmas is a really, you know, a few, a few months back, we talked to Ken Ham and, and you and I got to go to the ARC together this fall and it was yeah. amazing. And one thing that really struck me that he kept saying over and over was, in fact, there was a whole section at the ARC, a whole little cubbyhole thing of all the books that have shown oh, yeah. Noah's ARC. Do you remember that? Yep. And how the story of Noah in children's books, it's it's almost so phony baloney that they don't really see the reality of it. Right. You know, and he really talked yeah. about like it really makes kids question the validity and the truth of the the actual true historical right. reality of Noah's Ark of the flood, actually, um, when we kind of ch- make it, we downplay right. it, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so I was thinking yeah. we turn it into a cartoon, totally, right? It's That's a t- really total quite fantasy, unbelievable. right? Yeah. It's completely unbelievable. So um, that really hit me as how we address Christmas, and I think when when I heard him say that, and we're going into this Christmas season, I'm like, you know. And and there's a time and a place, obviously, but I really want my kids to see the reality of what it was, that it was hard, that it was messy, that it was like, really, Mary didn't have anything going for her other than Christ himself, like other than the fact that she was chosen by God, right? She was homeless. She was, and I really feel like, and I want to encourage moms, like when you are talking about Christmas with your kids this year, make it real. It it is real. And and Ken Ham's a great one to listen to when he talks about the flood. We need to take that same I, that same way of, of handling the truth and teach our kids, you know, it wasn't just the happy little donkey that Mary right. rode on and everything was wonderful and everything was sweet. And, you know, the manger was just all darling and cutely decorated. Right. It wasn't. It was disgusting. I mean, it was shoveling poop out of the way so she could sit there. Right. I mean, that's the truth. And yeah. and that is the reality of, of what Christ came into because he loves us because he brought hope. He brought beauty into those dark and ugly and dirty and messy places. And he's doing the same thing today that he did then. Amen. And he was God. He could have chosen to be born in a palace. hundred percent. I would have. I would have hundred percent. And I would have wiped out this world a thousand times since. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) He's patient and loving and good and kind and he wants every one of us to have a relationship with him. That's and right. none of us are too messy for God to come in and infiltrate into our lives. I mean, yeah. none of us are. It, we, we are messy and yep. that's why we need him. Amen. Amen. And well, that's not your average Christmas story. That, <laughs> <laughs> so take that. <laughs> take that. <laughs> um, you know, we're talking about Mary. And last year, you and I did an episode on Mary, um, lessons learned from Mary, the mother of Jesus. And this year, as we were praying through what we were going to talk about on the podcast this week, I kept going back to that one. And I was like, but like, I, I don't know what else even to talk about. And obviously we have lots to talk about because we just talked for two full <laughs> episodes. But 
there is so much truth in that episode. And we actually have mm-hmm. referred back to that so many times. And really the the point of that episode and what we talk about is that Mary was just an ordinary girl who was willing to say yes yep. to what exactly. God had called her to do. And yep the whole world was changed as a result of that. Mm -hmm. And so we are out of time for this episode, but tomorrow we are actually going to replay that episode. And even if you listened to it last year, I strongly encourage you to listen to Mm -hmm. it again tomorrow, because even when I've re-listened to it, I'm like, man, it's just so good. And it's not Abby and I that are awesome. It's God's God's word. word. That's awesome. And just learning from this young girl who was willing to say yes. So tomorrow we're going to replay that episode to encourage you. You guys, I hope you have an amazing Christmas celebration. Celebrate the birth of Christ. Celebrate with your families. Keep your focus on Jesus. It's Mm -hmm. all about Jesus. And it's okay to do presents and and good food and decorate your table in a beautiful way and and spend time with family and friends, but keep your focus on Jesus and talk about him throughout the day with your kids. Remind them why they're here. Remind them what Christmas is about. And don't forget that. Um, Thank you for joining us. Abby, thank you for being with me again this week. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, friend. Thank you guys for listening. Please share this episode with a friend. Go to schoolhouserocked.com. Also, if you guys haven't seen, we have a homeschool survival kit on the website now. If you haven't downloaded it, um, you can sign up for that on the website. Just put your email address in and we'll send that to you. It's a 62 page document that gives you all of the information and encouragement you need, not just for new homeschoolers, but for those of us who have been homeschooling for a long time, there's a ton of articles and encouragement in there. You will be blessed by it. You can get that at the website as well. Schoolhouserocked.com. Thank you guys. Merry Christmas. Yes. While yes. we're giving everybody to do lists, watch the Schoolhouse Rocked movie. Yes. Okay that you need to do go check out that uh survival kit and we want to we want to come in 2022 and we want to do some q a's so please yes send us all your questions um and and we'll hit those questions come january we want to we want to hit some of those but we can't answer questions that you don't ask right Yep. Thank you, Abby, for saying that. Yep. You can email us at podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. Send us any questions you have, and it can be related to homeschooling, parenting, wifing. Right. All all the things, all the things that we do. I mean, how to clean the guck off the bottom of your shower. Right. (laughs) You name it. It's all part of being a keeper of our home. That's right. That's right. How to to clean gum off the bottom of your shoe. There you go. Or out of your kid's hair. Right. Because that's what we do when we homeschool. That's right. Ask us your questions. We'll do our best to answer. We love you, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys back here next week. Bye. Bye.